0: This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trashman.
1: What is up, everybody? Shakira joined us for the podcast today. Shakira, please put your tongue back in your mouth. Dude, have you seen the meme where Shakira is dressed exactly like that giraffe at the end of Zootopia? No, but I wish I had, yeah. You know, the, the pop star, <laughs> yeah. literally the outfit is exactly the same. I saw it and I was like, yes! <laughs> oh, oh, that man. was quite a show, oh, a halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Anyway, what's up, everybody? <laughs> you are listening to Trash Talk, and I'm Garrett the Trash Man, and I'm your host, and of course we've got John the Batman Ballard here. Mm-hmm. How you doing on this snowy morning? Just glad it's not still snowing. Yeah, did you traverse the roads safely to get here? I
0: did. I had a whole bunch of people, that, a whole bunch of uh, employees that were worried about the roads. One even called me and said, well, I don't want to go here because I've never driven in the snow. And my th- my first thought was, "Is what a great time to learn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's part of it. Um, we'll just roll into it with thank you, Larson Ways, for the podcast and announcement for any of you customers. If you... Uh, uh this can be listened retroactively. So today is February the 11th, Tuesday. So um, just in case you're listening to it retroactively, no routes in Chilo or Pinetop are being um, ran. We pulled them off. We're not going to run them today. Um, Winslow Hobrook is still getting ran. Um, we will get with everybody. Watch our social medias as we roll out the plan for the rest of this week. Shouldn't be much of a problem. We're probably just going to push everything one day. Um, we're not going to have weather for the rest of the week, is what it's saying. So, stay safe out there. Um, we were out there driving the roads this morning and decided, you know, it's uh, uh, wouldn't be safe to have our trucks out there for the public. All right, came up on two or three crashes of uh, cars. So, we're not not running the trucks. But uh, thank you, Larson Waste, for sponsoring this podcast. And everyone, stay safe out there. Slow and steady. Yes, sir. Just yeah. drop it down about 10 miles under, underneath the speed limit. And you'll be just fine.
0: And no slamming on the brakes.
1: Yep. Pump, 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 pump it up. Yeah, buddy. All right, dude. Well, I had forgotten that we were going to flip that like we did last week, but whatever. It <laughs> don't matter. Our this podcast, is. we do what we want. Yeah. Like, like we always say. But let's rant, dude. What do you got for us this Tuesday? This beautiful Tuesday morning full of snow. So,
0: um... One thing that, um, yeah, I've kind of ran it on this before, but it always seems to come back to me, is do not let
1: fear creep into
0: your subconscious.
1: Do not, under any circumstances, to anybody, at any time, for any reason, whatsoever... No matter what, for any reason, <laughs> let peer creep into your mind. Do you, do you, do you know that reference? No. <laughs> all right. If y'all watch The Office, y'all will know the reference. Oh, man. I've <laughs> watched some of it. Not all of it. Uh, Michael Scott's got you know, oh, it's sorry, sorry. Great show. It, it <laughs> just made great. me think <laughs> of it. And, you know, a, a chance to quote Michael <laughs> Scott. Great.
0: You got oh. to. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's classic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Anyways. Um. But I just want to reiterate it again, like if, say for example, all of a sudden you just feel like you're not getting things done or things aren't going how you thought they would or you just feel foggy mentally, um, try and and figure out, um, take a second and kind of do a little bit of self-examination and and look at it and see if you're operating out of a perspective or base of fear. Um, Because... I know what happens to me, and i like, all of a sudden start feeling like I'm getting in a funk, and I'm just like, what is going on, and da-da-da-da-da, and then I realize that I've been reacting in fear, mm-hmm. and and that's been um, influencing my decisions, how I take action, what I'm doing, um, my plans, and all this stuff, and I just realize like, fear has no place. It's literally... You know, false expectations appearing real. Like, it's not real. Yeah. You know, unless it's going to kill you, it's probably not a valid...
1: What What is your experience of yourself when you're operating
0: out of fear? I'm very small-minded. I'm very sluggish. Um, I procrastinate. I don't want to communicate well. Um,
1: and I, what do you think it's like to be married to you when you operate out of fear? frustrating yeah i'm the same way dude it's horrible it's horrible Mm -hmm. when i'm operating out fear and uh yeah i mean i don't know if uh, you know whether you believe in god in the same way i believe in god or the universe or however you want to put it but fear does not come from god oh absolutely not it never will at any point like that's that's something not good not wanting you to reach your potential.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 that's one thing that when I do realize that I am operating out of fear, one of the things I tell myself is like, listen, you know, we have a creator and whatever your, th- your beliefs are, great. That's fine. But I believe that we have a creator, that it, we have a divine creator, and we have a divine potential ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the sky... There, there is no limit. The sky isn't even the limit. We have no limit to what we can accomplish, and if we can keep that in forefront, that helps us combat fear. Absolutely. I agree. Love it, man. That fear, you just got to punch it in the face. Mm-hmm. And a hi-yah, and a hi-yah, <laughs> and then I kicked there,
1: sir. <laughs> yeah, dude, so mine's kind of down the same track a little bit, but... um. It's been so amazing to me the past week or so. It is incredible when you can have a clear um objective, a clear purpose, a clear goal, however you want to put it, how motivating and fulfilling life can be. Mhm. Uh, and I I at times really struggled staying that uh staying that that lane, you know, and in, in that in that focus, but it's something worth doing the work to stay in that and slowing yourself down when you recognize you're not similar to what you described it when uh when you're operating from fear because i've just man the past couple weeks felt so much uh fulfillment about everything just having more of a purpose in my life and Mm -hmm. i believe we're supposed to live with purpose and that's an important thing and so if you don't have that be looking for it. Be trying things. Um, and and to tie into your fear, don't limit yourself because of past experiences or what you know. And, and uh, yeah, just be out there trying and, and getting after it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a lot more simple than you think it is. It's yeah. so much more simple than you think it is. And I think that, you know, sometimes we make, well, obviously this is very cliche and everybody says this, but we do as human beings make things more complicated, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that finding fulfillment in life is a lot more simple than, than we as human beings portray it to be.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I I like, it makes me think of micro, um, one of his books or podcasts or something. He talks about, uh, like the purpose and fulfillment and loving what you do comes out of you. It doesn't, Come from outside of you, mm-hmm. and yeah. So slow yourself down. Make sure you're in that state of mind because uh, you'll be way better off operating in that way. Mm. So, Love it. It's that's stuff. that's what I got, dude. So let's dive in. Kay. Let's let's just glide right in. You said you had a question that you'd been thinking on. So what is that question you've been thinking on? <clears throat> so it's hopefully I can uh, put it into words that
0: are clear. Um, so over the weekend, I was, I think it was Sunday night, I was just kind of sitting there and I was thinking to myself, like, uh, so, so the the phrase, you don't know what you don't know came into my head. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about that quite often, and I don't even remember what I was listening to or reading to just prior to that, that may have sparked this, um, but... Like, we don't, so obviously, we don't know what we don't know. And so, say, for example, and I'm just going to use a, um, we'll we'll use it financially because that's just a very easy, simple way to use an expression. So, like, say you want to build a net worth of $2 million, Mm -hmm. which is, okay, great, cool, that's awesome. Kudos to you. Like, if that's, you know, in the realm of financial stuff, like, if that's what success is to you, great. But then what if all you had to do is learn a few simple things and that becomes $20 million or $200 million or $2 billion? Like we don't know what we don't know. So taking all that in context, like how do we – like in your your opinion, Garrett, how do we continue to keep that in our forefront of like – listen, keeping our minds open to – endless possibilities mm-hmm. because we don't know what we don't know. So how do we keep our mind open to something that might be so big that we never imagined it, but then when it came into our life, whatever the, whatever aspect of life it comes into, we're, we're open to it.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a wordy question. Yeah, sorry. no, it, it makes me think of a, a phrase that I learned through on and something we talk a lot about, um, with onticor and the phrase is ontological arrogance. And on ontology is um I, I don't remember like the technical um term for it, but ontology is like who you're being in a thing. And so ontological arrogance is like who you're being is arrogant. Mm-hmm. Meaning you believe you have the answers, you know, you don't need, there's, there's nothing else out there for you because you've got it over there and you, mm-hmm. and you already know. And so I would say to be open to those things is just to look in your life and take away ontological arrogance. Okay. And that doesn't mean that you walk around like, I don't know anything, but just have an opening that there's more, more you can learn about something, no matter how much you know. Um, so, you know, I, I know a significant amount, uh, about say powerlifting. Um, I know quite a bit about that. I've studied it for probably about 15 years now. Um, and it would be very easy, whether that's finances, business, certain part, parts of business for people to get in that way. And I think that's when people miss, um, opportunities to learn what they don't know is when they deem themselves the experts, have that ontological arrogance. So they might listen to some, they might be in a conversation with someone and someone's saying something to them, but because of that arrogance, that, uh, block that they have, of I already know they have no opening to learn it. And so I think looking for that in your life, wherever you've got that, uh, um, that ontological arrogance, you show up as someone that is being arrogant as if you already have all the answers over there on your side. Um, Which can be a tricky thing when you're, say, running a company or a household because people look to you for answers Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And um, I think that you can absolutely be like, this is how I see it. This is the decision I'm making. Let's move forward. And you can be powerful in that and do that with an opening of what don't I see here? Mm -hmm. What don't I know? What am I missing? That's why I have a team. That's why I have a you know, whatever it is that's, that's around you. So, um, I think that's also why forward momentum is so important because with the phrase, if you don't know what you don't know, the only way I've discovered what I didn't know was by moving forward with Mm -hmm. learning and discovering and trying things. And so, you know, I might not know about, uh, you know, say investing. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I don't know. But if I decide to, you know, become competent in that books, podcasts, discussions with those that do know, that's what will open it up to figure out me, not me, me discovering what I don't know.
0: Absolutely. Going off of kind of what you said, it kind of makes me think like, so I started my business really like right at four years ago. mm -hmm. And, like I by no means feel like I have figured out, but my confidence in, in what I've learned to be able to take what I've, I've built from now and, and expound on that and, and multiply it is a lot higher. But, I, but kind of going off what you're saying of, of ontological arrogance is also understanding that like there's so much still to be understood.
1: Yeah. Well, i like, I think that ties into what you were saying about experience the other mm-hmm. day. And I think that really ties into it. Like you've got four years of experience and what that has is built you into a person that can approach any problem and you occur for yourself as someone that can handle that problem. Mm -hmm. And so you've got experience to help inform you on that, but it's always going to be changing. There's going to be things you don't know um, whether you took that and expanded your business. And so it's like, Oh, now I've got five employees and now it's 15. What don't I know about having 15 employees that, from five or whether it's oh I did healthcare and now I do uh whatever concrete finishing yeah and it's like okay you know it'll be different and your experience will inform you but um that's why too like I think knowledge is important but much more important is how you occur for yourself yeah and over the past 4 years I would imagine that you've changed how you've occurred for yourself <laughs> by doing what you do and so you know, I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm a fish that can fly, like, <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, um, it's there's there's nothing that can stop me, and that's much more important than any knowledge I can mm-hmm. can necessarily have, and that doesn't mean that the knowledge is no and not important that I that ought not be continued to be expanded, but like that's that's the that's the 20%. The 80% is how you're occurring for yourself. Yep. And and another thing
0: kind of going back to the not knowing what you don't know, um you know, when I first started I was, I, I remember thinking, "Oh man, you know, if I can make a living at this, this would be pretty cool." Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of started as a side gig and then it turned into a full-time gig. And now all of a sudden, you know, after uh, the last few um uh last few months and after um, uh, a kind of a summit thing that I was a part of for, for our industry, you know, my my perspective has been widened. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to see, like, oh, wow, you know, this really can take me to different places that align with what I wanted to do later in life that I didn't think it could before. Yeah. And and once again, that's a thing that I I just didn't know I didn't know.
1: Yeah. Well, and I definitely experienced that with Larson Ways too. Like, I... You know, where I want to end up in my life, I was looking at Larson Waste, and I'm like, well, I think we're kind of capped out. Like, I don't uh, I don't see how to expand this, and so I'll be here while I need to be here, then I'll get out and go look to do something that can, can achieve what I want to achieve, and just like that, I started to see other things, and the forward momentum was opening my eyes to like, oh, wow, there's actually, I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. with this. I can accomplish everything I want to accomplish, so... I think that forward momentum is something super key because you were pushing your business, growing your business. If you would have been like, Oh yeah, two clients and that's that's just where I stay and you wouldn't have gone to this summit because you're like, Yeah, well, like I'm maxed out already. What more do I need to know there? If you mm-hmm. were arrogant, like, No, like this is what I have and that's yeah. it, that's all that's out there for me, you wouldn't wouldn't have a chance to discover that of oh wow, there's a lot more I can do here. So
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I love that. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It,
0: I think that it, it, it goes back to kind of part of the, you know, always keep an open mind and always have an understanding that something might be a lot different than it initially appears. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it might not, you might be able to think you can scale something huge and you can't. Like mm-hmm. its it's just not the right setup, you know, or vice versa, which it's usually vice versa of. You know, you think, oh, no, I can only do this small scale. And then you get into it and realize, oh. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it, dude. Well, do you think we massage that, that question out enough? I do. All right. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Please share the podcast. Um, and, yeah, hit us up across any other platforms. Scare the Trash Man. And what's your stuff? Uh, hit us up at Ballard Senior Home Care. Ballard Senior Home Care. All right. Take it easy. Peace. The
0: fish, the fish, the